The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Last week was the oh, yeah. meditation. Oh, guy. yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a good episode. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty chill. They agree to disagree. <laughs> no, but hey, you got, you guys liked him. You guys, I thought, because I said he's just like me. Like, oh, yeah, whatever. You guys <laughs> liked him more. Yeah, he's yeah, it was cool of him to bring gifts and shit. I mean, man, that's the, fir- that's the first <laughs> ever. I mean, if we're being honest here, he's nothing like you. <laughs> I think that's right. why I liked him so much. It's because he's nothing like you. It was a nice change of pace from you. <laughs> yeah, we're back, man. We got a real good one this week. Yeah, I figured we do uh, the Lufthansa heist with, uh, of course, the movie Goodfellow revolves around the events from the heist. So, But uh, before we get into that, my man uh, Cheat over here just told me about something very interesting. Uh, our buddy Compton Ass Terry from... Uh, Jackass fame and CKY. Apparently, he got sentenced to of beating a man to death. Holy yep. shit! A million dollar bail set for star skateboarder charged with beating man to death in Oak Brook Terrace. Terry Kennedy is known for his appearances in video games and TV shows like Viva La Bam and Rob Dyrdek's Fantasy Factory. Yo, uh, just continue talking. I'm gonna fix your stand for you. Oh, don't worry about it. No, it's just fine. All right, fuck, I'll fix it when we get done. So, yeah, you were telling me um, it was his buddy? Yeah, his name was uh, Josiah Kasahun, if I uh, probably pronounced that wrong. But apparently there he's also a skateboarder. Him and Terry were close friends. Prosecutors say Terry Kennedy, Josiah Kasahun, and Kennedy's ex-girlfriend checked out of a room at the Comfort Suites Motel just after 11 a.m., on January 27th, or July 27th, and were walking to the ex-girlfriend's car when Kennedy became enraged for no apparent reason. Cassahoon told Kennedy to calm down, and Kennedy punched him in the face, causing him to fall and hit his head on the pavement. Uh, Kennedy then allegedly kicked Cassahoon before fleeing in the ex-girlfriend's car. Cassahoon from Wheaton, died July 31st at Rush University Medical Center. Died from blunt force trauma. Damn, man, another one. Damn. Yeah, man, I mean, he didn't just... He fucked this guy up pretty bad, man. You know, because he... This... That Kasuhun, he suffered uh, internal damage, a fractured skull, a broken eye socket, and bleeding on his brain. And he underwent emergency surgery. Emergency brain surgery, but unfortunately passed away four days later. Yo, Another dude, good one, man. Dude's a pro skateboarder. He's got like rap music thing going and shit, and still just wants to be a want to be a gangster, man. Throw your he, whole life away, dude. He he fucking he went too hard into the Compton ass Terry, man. Jesus, let the let the whole Compton ass Terry thing become who he really was, I guess. No, um, well now you're fucked, man. Oh, yeah. fuck. Yo, it says he just did it about right. There had to been a there had to been a reason. You don't just don't slug your homie like that for no reason. There had to been something going on. There's yeah, definitely some pre- some surprise street shit involved. Some or um or his friend found out that was it the ex was Terry's ex girlfriend or was it the dude's ex girlfriend? Uh, he was with Terry. It was Terry and his ex girlfriend with this other dude. Yeah, probably was something. What the what Terry never forgive uh, his ex or want to get with it, one of his his friend's ex. You probably called him in bed or something, and 
Yeah, could be. Who, who, there's no telling, man. But yeah, that that just caught me by storm, man. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. Fucking guy. He always seemed like such an upbeat dude, too. Like back in like the old skate videos, he was always so cool. Funny yeah, as hell. That's wild, dude, man. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yo, um, Holy that, shit. You know, speaking of how, what the quote said, how uh, Chops said, uh, Chops, holy fuck, what she said about that quote. I want to be a gangster. <laughs> yeah, I But my mama to told me I can't be one. Oh, shit, I did that line right. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there annoying. <laughs> Literally <laughs> nobody said anything about my mother told me I can't. I don't know where you got that. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Hey, Chop, a.k.a. Big Eyes, dropping mixtape. Did you smoke some fucking meth before you came in today or something? <laughs> yes. What the hell is going on Something's you, up for sure. You got you got a weird vibe today. Fuck, you know. I'm trying to be a gangster. You're not a gangster. <laughs> I am. A, I'm Malibu's Moana. Huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> uh huh. Whatever. Jesus. This guy. But yeah, even uh, you're gonna see even the gangsters involved in in this heist, man. They they even fall short. They can't just even keep their mouths shut. It's crazy too, cause like uh, anybody who's watched The Godfather, or, uh, watched Goodfellas, you know, or. Even just is interested in like anything mafia type, the Latanza heist is like huge. It's like, you know, what I mean, that's like big in like mafia history. So like to actually like learn more about it and then find out what these guys were like actually doing after the heist, it's like, wow, maybe you guys weren't actually that cool to begin with, you know? Maybe you, guys were... <laughs> you start seeing them in a yeah, different light a little like, bit. Well, yeah, right. Maybe you guys aren't so cool, especially when that Henry Hill was on like. Uh... He'd fucking go on uh, Howard Stern's back in the day. He'd be all fucking fucked up, just like telling stories, fucking the whole time. Yo, you think Howard Stern back then is like the Joe Rogan of today? Uh, I think Howard Stern fucking sold out, man. That's what I think. Oh, he definitely sold out for sure. Yeah. The shit he used to do when he first started doing is nothing compared to yeah, he was what like, fucking Joe Rogan's doing now, and he, he like hates him for it and shit. He was at war with um the FDA or whatever the fuck. The yeah, remember body, he used, remember know? he used to like fucking tell his female listeners to like sit on their speakers and shit and he'd like hum into the fucking mic. <laughs> hey, come <laughs> yeah, on, bro. Right. Yo, dude, I you watch, ain't no saint. I remember Howard like not watching Howard Stern, so he used to have people fucking in his studio. Yeah, those shits were wild, dude. Yeah. Man, I miss the good old days. Remember Beetlejuice? I do. I remember him. I told him he would just yeah. have the most fucked up people just on his show, just, just chilling. <laughs> yeah, you get like a hobo off the street to have him just sitting there, dude. And that was okay. Yo, back then. Yo, oh, yo, yo, I think uh, I think my favorite person was uh, the same, the most person that had the most logic sense was his uh, co-host, the DJ Robin. Oh yeah, Robin. It's yeah, like yeah. Robin's like Howard, you gotta sit your ass down. <laughs> uh, uh, also, real quick before we hop into this. Uh, just to kind of stay in, like, the realm of, like, crime stuff. Fucking Trump, man. Looking like Trump's going to be arrested sometime this week. He did it. I thought he did, didn't he? I don't know. I heard he didn't no, get arrested. No. Yet. no. I heard it was supposed to happen Tuesday. It didn't happen Tuesday. I heard it was supposed to happen today. As far as I know, it didn't happen today. It's not, it's not going to happen. Apparently, the, his, his, uh, apparently his security team is being, is being prepped for him to uh, turn himself in or something, I guess. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, they're saying I like campaign it. donations to and like the Stormy Daniels shit. It's just okay, all like, super sketchy. No one yeah. can, of course, you don't get a straight answer yeah. from anybody. But like, here's my thing: if you're like, if you're gonna take him down for that, when are we gonna start going after fucking Epstein's blacklist? When are we gonna start going after those guys who are yeah, legit right. pedophiles? You know, what I mean, you can't say that you you know you want to uphold the law, but then only do it and for pick certain and choose. people. Yeah, yeah, right. So. Uh, it'll That's be it'll be interesting to see what happens from all of this. It's definitely yep. going to be some a uh, little bit of an uproar, I think. Yeah, but so. don't call Matt rest for that shit. If you do, we, oh, I don't know what those we might fight. <laughs> shit, I'm going to take my pants off. <laughs> if my pants come off, we're in trouble. Why don't you just do us all a favor and stop talking, <laughs> please? Stop talking like how? Preferably. Alright. Should we get into the fucking heist, man? Hell yeah. Yeah, let's get into the heist. Let's get into the reason we're actually here. Alright. Alright, Lufthansa heist. 
Uh, theft on December 11, 1978 of some 5.8 million cash and jewels from the air cargo building of the German airline Lufthansa at John F. Kennedy International Airport, boys, New York City. Uh, at the time, it was the biggest theft to have taken place in the United States. One of many suspected participants, almost all of whom were involved in organized crime, only one was ever convicted and served time in connection with the robbery, and almost none of the stolen money was ever recovered. So, I mean, r- right off the bat, dude, this is huge. I mean, back then, this is 1978, dude, you're robbing $5.8 million. That's fucking huge back then, dude. That's like that's big money. That's yeah, that's huge money, money back dude. then. Yeah, and I mean, and, and the point, the fact that they like knew right away, they're like, "Yo, we're almost positive all these guys that did it are organized crime," because back then, you know, I mean, like if shit like that was happening, it was almost always the mob in New York City. Like all these uh, high traffic areas, like the airports, um, the the seaports, are all fucking huge mafia. Businesses, because it's easy. It's e- if you control what's going in and out, you're able to slip a package through every once in a while and shit. So it was in their best interest to to be very involved in these high transport areas. You know what I mean? <coughs> the, listen to this. So this is how they got the in to find out about this thing. Uh, the convicted person, Lewis Werner, Werner was a cargo agent at Lufthansa who also was a gambler. He was aware that. Uh, that about once a month, the airline flew in large amounts of cash that had been exchanged in Germany by American servicemen and tourists. That cash often stayed in the vault at the cargo building until the following day, when it was picked up to be deposited in the banks. Uh, Werner reportedly suggested to his bookmaker, Marty Krumen, uh you'll see he's, he's a big player in this thing, uh, that it would be possible to steal millions of dollars in cash from that vault. The idea was then bought, brought to James Burke, a known gangster who was associated with the uh, Lucchese crime family. Ooh, Jimmy Burke. Jimmy Burke. Jimmy the Gent. <laughs> Jimmy the Burke. Yo, crazy thing about all this, too, that, like, of all the people involved, the only one that got arrested with this Louis Warner, and the only thing he's really, like... A victim of is being a fucking gambler and owing money to the mob. <laughs> yeah, well, like he He's had no choice. He had to give this job to the yeah. fucking to these guys. You know what I mean? Fall guy. So like he falls down just because he owed them money. And yeah. He had no choice. Like he he ate shit all the way around. When he oh yeah, one hundred percent. Uh, you got backgrounds on uh. You want to do Jimmy the Gent real quick or? Oh yeah, I'm gonna read everything. Uh, just yeah, just give us a little, a little bit about Jimmy the Gent here. Well, I got well, I got uh, the Jimmy the Gent Burke, that was his name. Uh, in Goodfellas, the movie that you know is loosely based off of. Well, the the movie takes place like after the heist, right? Because they don't actually show the heist in the movie, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's all about how they're divvying up everything. Yeah, yeah. Tying up loose ends and. Well, shit. in the movie, uh, Jimmy the Gent is played by you know the Ro- Robert De Niro, one of the one of the goats of. Uh, Mob movies, you know, absolutely is. I mean, that's all I really. That's, I just that's a gr- that's a great character. It was yeah. a great fit for uh, De Niro. Oh yeah. The gent. Uh, also, he was also known as the Irishman. Yep. Which is funny because him and uh, De Niro and Scorsese Are, teamed up again years later for a movie exactly, called The Irishman. Right. <laughs> um. So Burke. Hold on. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. I, w- I remember watching that movie a long time ago. Yeah, I haven't seen Goodfellas in years, dude. I was going to watch it in preparation for this episode, but I just, I don't know, I forgot, I guess. Or I was just was doing other shit. All right, so uh, Burke was believed to have masterminded the heist with the help of information from Werner. The, intel- the intelligence in supplied included maps, information about employees likely to be present, in the timing of the event. Authorities concluded that Burke planned the robbery with various associates from Robert's Lounge Bar in Queens that he owned. And in Goodfellas, they're in that bar a lot. (coughs) That famous scene where he's introducing everybody going around the bar. Yeah. That's Robert's Lounge right there. Yeah, they, uh, 
I watched, uh, I got a lot of my information from this, this show on, uh, the History Channel. It's called History's Greatest Heists. You and, tell me about that, yeah. Yeah, and it was, it was doing that. It was, like, when it would show, like, it showed, like, them setting up the heist and, like, went around the room and it showed you, like, who the guys were, right. like, who the guys that he brought into the team. So then that's where I got a lot of my information from, and then I took that, and then I went and found out, like, who, like, who played who in the movie and shit. So if you want, I can go through the, the crew right here, the guys he brought in. Yeah, they introduced the crew. Yeah, so we, uh, one of the first guys he brought in on this job was, uh, Henry Hill, who, gonna be a big player later on, you're gonna hear his name again a few times, uh, played by, you know, the great Ray Liotta. From Goodfellas. Legend. Yeah. I fucking legend. love Ray Liotta, dude. Yeah, he was Typical a Typical gangster. You know? R.I.P. Yeah. Uh, then we got probably what is my favorite guy that I learned about doing the research for this. Thomas Two-Gun Tommy DeSimon, who in the movie, I'm pretty sure they changed the last name to something else. I think it was like, I forgot what the last name was. DeSimone or yeah, something? something. Well, that's what his real name is, but I think they said somebody... I think I was reading somewhere that they changed the last name in the movie. I it think. is, you're right. I can't yeah, think. Yeah, Tommy uh, Devanto. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It's like Devanto or Devito or something like that. By Joe Pesci. But uh, yeah, played by <laughs> Joe Pesci, and uh, a real sociopath. Yeah, I learned. Uh, Poor Spider. Yeah, I learned that uh, Two Gun Tommy in the movie. They said that the way they portrayed him in the movie was it made him look like a baby compared to what he was like in real life. They said he was, you know, the kind of guy who would meet you just as quick, turn around, and shoot you in the face, basically. So, I mean, this guy was like, he was basically the wild card of this crew. You know, he was fucking nuts. He was unhinged, basically. Yeah, as you can tell from uh, the clown conversation at the, the table with Ray Liotta. <laughs> and then he... Uh, Shooting fucking spider. Then he has... Uh, then we got Paul, Pauly, Vario, Vario, played by... The late great Paul Sorvino, another legend. A lot of legends in this movie. Yeah, Paul. Do, do, do you Paul compare, is the capo. Yeah. yeah. Do you, do He's you a big dog. Do you compare to Goodfellas? Is Goodfellas better than Godfather? I always like Goodfellas better. My favorite is Casino, but some people love Godfather movies. Is Casino with uh, Joe Pesci? Casino's got Joe Pesci too, yeah. Yeah, dude. You, uh, I, I know this is... I think Joe Pesci is one of my favorite gangsters. Ah, oh, he's the fucking man. I like how Joe Pesci did like a bunch of like early, like a bunch of gangster films early on, and then just like dipped from Hollywood for fucking years. But he, <laughs> he just like did, disappeared for fucking. But ever. he did uh, Home Alone one and two. Yeah, and then he like disappeared after that. He like dis- he like went off the map, and then I guess when they made The Irishman, they. De Niro and Scorsese basically had to like beg him to come back for that because he was like, I don't want to fucking act no more. I don't want to do this shit. And now Pesci's <laughs> in a movie with fucking Pete Davidson. So, what movie's that? I don't know. It's some movie coming out on Prime or a show coming out on Prime. I think loosely based off Pete Davidson's life. I guess. <laughs> oh come on. So Pag. Yeah, I was watching the trailer and I'm like, is that Joe Pesci? What the fuck? <laughs> How'd they get him for this book? Yeah, hey, I, I used to know the guy. He kind of looks like Joe Pesci. Yeah, Joe Pesci's the man, dude. He's like he's like the typical. You could picture him being in like oh, downtown yeah. Niagara Falls. Oh like yeah. Him. I think one of the coolest thing about Pesci's always for me was that, you know, we had like you know, like Dad's generation. Them they knew him from like you know these these mob movies and shit. Then we grow up and we know him as fucking. Uh, we know him from the Home Alone movies. You know what I mean? Which was always so cool to me. But he always he like when he played in the Home Alone movie, he always played that gangster. So he, Dad would always be like, "Oh yeah, that's the guy from Goodfellas," and I'd be like, "No, that's the guy from Home Alone." <laughs> yeah, but it was cool. And then uh, next guy we got here is Angelo Angie Seppi, played by Frank Severo. Who? Fun fact: that guy played in The Wedding Singer. That Frank Severo he oh, played shit. in The Wedding Singer. <laughs> he was uh, dude's brother-in-law. He also playing Godfather. No, really? Motherfucker. Uh, then we got uh, Joe, probably one of the best nicknames ever, Buddha Manri, <laughs> played by Clem Castera. Then we got fucking Stax Edwards, 
My man fucking Samuel L., bro. Played by the great Samuel L. Jackson. And then we also gets have... His sh- gets his ass shot up real quick. <laughs> we also have Vincent Vinny Asario and uh, Gasperi Gary Valenti. But those two weren't in the movie, from what I found. Apparently they were not in the movie, but they're also part of... The Gene actual crew, crew, huh? Yeah, yeah, they're part of the actual crew. Yeah. Nice. At about 3 a.m. on December 11th, a van carrying half a dozen or so armed uh, men pull up to the cargo building. Several of the men wearing ski masks enter the building while the van was be- being driven to the rear of the building. Most employees were handcuffed in the employee lunchroom, and a supervisor was required to open the vault doors without tr- triggering an alarm. <laughs> In the meantime, according to reports, another employee, Carrie Whalen, returned to the building after making a delivery. Delivery. When he walked past the thieves' van, those within were said to have forced him to enter the vehicle. Another employee, curious about the noise, reportedly stepped outside and was also taken hostage. This employee was labe- later able to identify the van as being a Ford Equal Line 150. Yes, I mean, <clears throat> right away you could tell that, you know. They did all this planning and shit, but this thing still got pretty messy pretty quick. Yeah. Fan. <laughs> well, I, when I was watching this, when I was watching that show on history, they were talking that uh, apparently these these other guys that they like that saw the van and shit. These guys, Louis Lorner, the one that gave him all the inside information, he didn't know that those guys were going to be there that night. It was supposed to only be a certain set of employees, and that's what they're ready for. But these other guys were employees that they didn't know were going to be there. Because yep. apparently they ended up, it was supposed to just be like, at one point it was like money and stuff, but then it, I guess they, right before the heist, they ended up bringing in another like plane like full of some stuff and it was stashed in there. So that's why they beefed up, beefed up the uh, security huh? security, and the guys didn't know in time. So Holy shit. Yo, I'm saying if, if you're planning to do that, do you, are you going to attack the same day or you go to that same building? Like, oh, shit, there's more dudes over here. Let's come back tomorrow or something. I mean, they're fucking gangsters. They ain't going to run away, dude. Yeah, if you got, if you got like, a whole operation going, right? And yeah, if, if you're already there, day, I mean, just go, just fucking go through with it. Fuck it, you know? Yo, just imagine being an employee, getting handcuffed in the break room. It's like, hey, um, I got a quick, I'm not going to snitch on you guys. Let me get, like, let me get, like, 20, let me get 20 racks. <laughs> I won't say shit. Oh, speaking of that, thanks for bringing that up, actually, because I meant, I meant to say that when we were introducing Jimmy. The reason they called him the gent is because whenever he'd rob somebody, if he'd rob somebody's car, he'd also slip, he'd always slip him like a 20 or like a 50 or something. <laughs> and they said that you could either take the 50 and get your car stolen or you get killed and you get your car stolen. <laughs> so that's why, that was one of the reasons why they called him the gent because he was also, he was always throwing people like a 50 or whatever what after he'd steal man. their car. Well, it's like, oh, here's 50. I'm gonna take your They'd car. Be like, here's fifty. I'm get the fuck out, <laughs> or you die, basically. Yo, so. our, our, let's go around the room. <clears throat> if this, if the dude just took your car, gives you hard bones back then, and you know, you don't know who he is, but you know his story. Were you okay? You take. Why do we even need to go through the conversation? It should be an easy fucking answer. Of course I'd do it. What? <laughs> it's either take the money or die. What do you mean? Of course I'm gonna take the money. But how are you going to explain to your wife and kids? Like, oh, fuck. I'm like, yo, listen, we got some bones, man. I'm like, listen, <laughs> you, you want me to come home at night? Well, this is what I had to do. But, Daddy, why you why you look like you're so desperate in need? <laughs> say, shut up, kid. <laughs> shut, room. shut up, kid. Damn, you let your kid call you a little bitch, dude. <laughs> fuck. Yo, I'll be... Yo. Well, back then, I could beat the shit out of my kid, and nobody would say anything. That, that's very... That's <laughs> fair. <laughs> That's yo, fair. send so, him, give, yo, give back him a then, job down in the mines or something. <laughs> no, back then, if the kid get in trouble at school, you, they get to ask in school. Send him down to the docks. But, but here's, <laughs> but here's the bad part about it is they will call the mother. The mother will whoop the ass. As soon as, as soon as they get done whooping the ass, they wait till your father comes home. He gives you, you get like four ass whoopings, and you call you, and they call your grandma up and you get more ass. Whoopings. It's like an ass whooping train. Yeah, that shit did happen as a kid though. <laughs> like if someone uh, fucked up, you get you get like three ass whoopings. <laughs> or the best one is like going to get a switch. You ever oh. had you ever had to get a switch? Yeah, almost came close. I, I got thrown and get lickings. <laughs> Grandma Kathy used to whoop that ass. <laughs> <I was dying. laughs> Yo, you ever got licked by her? 
I'm sure I have, yeah. But I bet you and uh, she's what's Stone the Cold. <laughs> Graham Cathy was Stone Cold, bro. Yeah, she was fucking hard knock. <laughs> <laughs> That's what growing up in them times did to you, you know? Makes you tough. Tough people. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, all right. <coughs> Our boy Parnell Edwards, uh, the driver of the van, was to take it to a junkyard to be compacted. This guy totally, completely failed to do that. Part he had one fucking job. One bro. fucking job, dude. Yo, complete, complete fuck up this guy is. Failed to do that. Parked it illegally on the street in Brooklyn where it was found two days later. Um, it contained fingerprints that proved to be one of the few real breaks in the case. Didn't you say that you like went on a like a coke binge? With yeah, he was on a coke binge with a girl, dude. Fucking idiot. Yo, biggest uh, heist in the fucking history of the country. This guy. So yep. yeah, in the mo- in Goodfellas, fucking uh, Joe Pesci goes right over to his house and fucking lights his yeah, ass. Yeah, I was up. gonna say December eighteenth, nineteen seventy eight. He was killed by Two Gun Tommy. He is the first to go. Yeah. And you're going to see, this is just, I mean, even after this, like, this is just small compared to the way it's about to fucking unravel already. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Edwards was killed shortly thereafter. The bookmaker, Crewman, also was killed. Several other people believed to have been involved in the heist were murdered or disappeared. So they're tying up all their loose ends here, man, obviously. They're in panic mode. Oh, yeah, they've, they've completely gone off the rail. They have... Like you said, they're in complete panic. They have, I mean, at this point, they think that they're they're all starting to suspect that one of them's going to turn on the other, so they start taking each other off the board to get, you know. But I don't get that. You have one job, but you go on this coke run with your chick. Yo, our situation. Will you uh, dis- will you put put the car in the junkyard and go on that coke run after? <laughs> you would think, dude. Fuck. Or was he high on coke before he? Actually, went on that coke run. Do you want to wait to tell the people what happened to two? What uh, what happened to two gun Tommy? No, you go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, uh, you know, when they the pieces started to unravel and they started taking each other off the board and shit, uh, two gun Tommy, he went missing for forty four years, and later, after one of them, one of the guys involved turned state witness, uh, he had told the FBI that Two-Gun was killed by the Gambino family. What the fuck? Nice. Fuck, man. These guys don't play around, dude. Not at all, dude. Uh, What uh, what family is this organization? I think it's a couple. It's like Lucchese. As I say, uh, Jimmy Burke was part of the... uh, Lucchese, but I think right. I think a lot of the guys they worked with back then were always like there was always like low level guys from like other families, you know. What I mean, just to try and you know let all the families kind of get involved with it, basically. Jeez, Two Gun Tommy looks like a fucking porn star. <laughs> <laughs> kind of looks like your uncle a little bit. <laughs> Was it, is this the same person I'm thinking of? Is that Two Gun? I don't know. It looks like fucking El Chapo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what Two Gun looks like in real life. What was his last name? Like DeSantos? De Simon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Simone. Like, yeah, 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 that looks like your uncle for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it does a little bit. So, uh, yeah, evidence connecting Burke to the heist or any subsequent murders was lacking, but he was later convicted for other crimes and died in prison in 1996. Yeah, Burke, funny enough, died in Buffalo. Died in Buffalo, New York. Yeah, yeah, stomach cancer. Dude, yo, just imagine living your whole life as a gangster, and fucking cancer gets your ass. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you know, can- you know, cancer is the, mo- the most gangster. I'm not saying it's the most gangster thing ever, but it's you being a gangster, you die from cancer. Guess who wins? Cancer. <laughs> and then uh, another guy, Vincent Asaro, one of the guys I was saying that wasn't portrayed in the movie. He was uh, indicted. He was part of the Bonanno crime family, and he was indicted in connection with the heist uh, on the basis of testimony by another associate of the crime family. But he was he was accused of having helped direct the heist, but he was acquitted the following year. Yeah, I remember seeing so something about 
that Vinny Asaro, they're like, after he got freed from jail, they're like taking him out to his car and he's like, oh, I can't wait to get home. <laughs> Yo, are you saying James Buckner? We just mentioned him? James Burke? Yeah, James Burke. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Burke? Jimmy the Gent Burke? Yeah. Yo, this dude looks like a fucking guy you don't want to... <laughs> he died in April, April, 4th, April 13, 1996. Yeah, we already fucking said that. Where were you? I was looking up, up, up gangsters. So we can get in, I, I guess, some of, some of the mo- murders from the movie. Um... For uh, many of those behind the audacious theft, which was popularized movies such as Goodfellas and The Big Heist, dreams of a fat payday gave way to the brutality of an early grave. The reputed head of the operation, James Jimmy the Gent Burke, allegedly allegedly stated killing his collaborator started killing his collaborators almost immediately. Starting with Parnell Stack Edwards, shot in his Queen apartment just a week after the robbery took place. The killings were particularly cold and one considers that the criminals had spent years working together. Reporter Anthony DiStefano, whose book The Big Heist details the event and its aftermath, tells any true crime that this was the latest in the team's many burglaries. They did a lot of hijackings, I would say. They committed easily dozens. Burke was paranoid and a bit psychotic. That paranoia served him well. Uh... Lewis Werner, a Lufthansa employee, was the only person ever convicted in connection to the crime, and Burke's alleged double-cross killings were a big reason why. Each death meant one less hypothetical witness. Burke was officially charged for anything. It wasn't offic- was never officially charged anything connected to the heist. Um, okay, we, we went through Parnell there. Okay, Marty Crewman, who he was. Crewman was a businessman in East New York who ran a men's wig store and a legal lottery. He became with involved with the Lucchese family what through Henry fuck? Hill. <laughs> wait, <laughs> yeah, wait, men's wait, wig store. Wait, 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 you gotta stop right there. Makes a men's wig store. Oh, hey, I'm selling wigs, y'all, but secretly, hey, you want the lottery numbers? You want to fucking be rich and famous? Come, fucking player. Come here. <laughs> All right, guys, I got the numbers, but you gotta buy a wig for me at Men's Warehouse of Wigs. <laughs> You could be you know them old fucking uh, Italian guys love a good fucking <laughs> good wig, dog. Hey man, why not? Yo, uh, my uh, grandfather's friend Eugene, he's had a wig. I I looked at him. Uh, I said, Eugene, um, is that a wig? He almost slapped the shit out of me. <laughs> you s- you seen that shit blow off before? <laughs> almost. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, he he was an Italian man. He was a boxer as well too. <laughs> But anyway, that's besides the point. You know, I like to ramble on. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, dude, I'm trying to put my two cents in this episode because you know, you know how you know how old Apple Chop is. <laughs> Sound good? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> my bad. I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just gonna say, fucking, uh, the Marty Krugman man. He got it. He got it pretty bad too. Yeah, he was a, a liaison working between those working at JFK who knew about the massive potential score and the mafiosos who would ultimately muscle their way into the cash. Uh, one, one Lufthansa worker in the cargo terminal, Peter Grunewald, informed another, Warner, who went to Crewman. Crewman, in turn, went to Burke via Hill. Burke and his associates were very lucky that the inside man who worked for Lufthansa was looking to make some quick cash and talk to the right people to let it be known that he'd be able to assist them. It was like the knee bone to thigh bone to Burke. Uh, why Burke actually needed this guy gone. Crewman's flaw was tactlessness. He was too pushy in asking for his money. Burke was already wor- wary of him before the heist and so quickly justified the end Crewman's life. It was the most trivial of things. He was making a pest of himself. How he was killed. He was killed at a mob run bar in uh, Rockaway Boulevard in Queens. His body was never found. You see that in the movie. They kill his ass right in the fucking bar. Because he can't shut up, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking at this murder list. A list of dead people on uh, Good Goodfellas. Uh, there's a guy named Johnny Roastbeef. Yeah, okay. What the fuck? Re- the, you got something to read about? Yeah. Johnny Roastbeef and his wife killed off screen by Jimmy Conway to cut his attires with them following 
their Bushcat Heist. Well, Johnny Roast Beef was based off of uh, Johnny Williams. That was his real name, Johnny Williams. Yeah, Johnny Williams. yeah so uh, but they killed him because he uh, he bought a real bought a pink, very expensive car with the money they got from the heist, and he did it shortly after the robbery. Too loud, bro! Come on, you fucking up, exactly. Yo, yo, custom pink Cadillac for Joanna. Yo, this is crazy. I just see ten. I bet there was more than ten kills in that movie. Ah, uh, dude, people are dropping like flies, bro. There's one that's uh. Morse killer stabbed in the back of the head by Tommy Tommy Gun with an ice pick. Mm-hmm. Yo, Tommy did Tommy Jimmy. I think Jimmy did most of the killing in these movies. Yo, okay, so those guys with the car, right? How they were killed? They were killed and then compacted together with their car at an auto wreck yard. Body's never been found. Ah, oh, dude, I think I remember that in that movie. Savage, dude. Yo, I think because they, they took the uh, metal uh, crane where they had the the magnet. They said, "You ain't gonna get rid of this, you fucking cocksucker." <laughs> what? Mm. Just just crushes that shit. Jimmy was also uh, he was also offered many times to be part to turn state's evidence and enter the witness protection program, but he refused. He held strong. Yeah. Might be one of the only ones that held strong. Uh-oh. Yo, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, like, list of death wiki, wikia. And I went on, uh, I'm diving more into, like, something else. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not about the movie anymore. It's about something, like, high body counts in for, like, uh, sex, uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It's over a lot. The fuck's that got to do with us? <laughs> I know, I know. That's that's why I was going deep into the webs. Like, dude, I gotta c- click off this. God damn. So yeah, man, my man Henry Hill, bro. He's uh he's the one who ends up fucking blowing this thing wide open, pretty much. Uh, Henry's Henry Hill, whose story is told in the book The Wise Guy, which in turn inspired the classic Martin Scorsese film Goodfellas. Died exactly nine years ago, a day after his 69th birthday. Here we look at his roller coaster life in and out the mafia. Henry Hill always wanted to be a gangster. Ray Liotta immortalized that line when playing Hill in classic Scorsese Goodfellas, along America's most infamous ex gangster stopped working for the mafia. But it was definitely true. The Manhattan-born mobster who, di- who died exactly no- nine years ago, a day after his 69th birthday, became the most notorious rat in history. But before that, he was both respected and revered among his fellow gangsters. Hill was half Irish and half Sicilian, so organized crime was never too far from his inner-city upbringing. As an 11-year-old, he started working for Lucchese crime family boss Paul Vario who is uh, Polly Cicero in Goodfellas, selling stolen cigarettes. By 15, Henry was making uh, fraudulent payments with stolen credit cards and shunning any police cooperation. That loyalty at such a young age won him favor from made man Vario and up-and-comer Jimmy Burke, who thought Hill had real potential. Mm-hmm. Burke was played by Robert De Niro, and his name was changed to Jimmy Conway in the iconic Martin Scorsese film. A former foster child who saw the mob as a chance to fit in, Burke had carried out his first hit at a very young age and was trusted by Vario despite his Irish roots. Neither Burke nor Hill could ever be made men as they weren't fully Italian, but did appeal to Vario's tolerant attitude with their immense loyalty and audacious risk-taking. Uh, Hill was first arrested at 16 for using a st- uh, using stolen credit cards, but offered only his name, further impressing Vario and Burke. He then joined the Army as a 17-year-old, spending three years as a good soldier and part-time mobster. Teenage Henry kept up his relationships with the family and sold cigarettes to bored enlisted men, but was briefly punished for brawling with a stranger at the local bar. Uh, in 1963, as a 20-year-old, he returned to Manhattan to become an associate member of the Lucchese. The prestigious rank is between soldier and maid man, and Saul Hill given extra responsibilities as a reward for his almost 10 years of service to the mob. Jesus. 
Henry, Jimmy, and other Lucchese mobsters hung out at Queen's Bar Robert's Lounge, which was owned by Jimmy Burke. The saloon was a mob headquarters for almost 25 years. Years later, Hill said Jimmy used to bury bodies under the Bowles Court, including notorious gangsters Dominic Remo Sersani and Michael, Michael Spider Gianco. <coughs> uh, Hill wrote in his 2003 book, A Goodfellas Guide to New York, if you go there today and you look down the left side of the building, you'll see piles of dirt. After I went into the program, Jimmy had the feds and media over to witness the courts being dug up. The years 1963 to 1972 were the most prolific in Mil uh, Hill's mob career. He regularly committed arson, hijacking, and robbery. The Air France heist in 1967 saw Henry and associate Tommy DeSimone sh uh, stroll into JFK Airport with a big suitcase and walk out with $420,000. No one was hurt. That was Hill's style, but it wasn't DeSimone's who relished violence. He was brought to life by Joe Pesci as Tommy DeVito in an Oscar-winning performance, which included the beloved improvised You Think I'm Funny scene. Hill later said DeSimone tried to rape his wife, Karen Friedman, who he had met in 1965 and married the same year. According to Hill, DeSimone even allowed his own brother Anthony to be killed after working as a police informant. The downfall of the Lucchese mob began in 1970 when Tommy brutally killed recently released gangster William Billy Batts uh, Benfana. <laughs> uh, that's the Get Your Shine box fucking scene. Remember that one? Get your shine on, bitch. Uh, Batts made an offhand comment about Tommy's past shining shoes, which the sociopathic gangster took issue with. Two weeks later, he killed Batts by hitting him repeatedly with a gun. The body was put in the trunk of their car and taken to a friend's dog kennel upstate where he was dumped. The incident was famously uh, depicted in Goodfellas with the Sopranos actor Frank Vincent playing Bats. Uh, Scorsese's film opens with Hill driving Conway and DeVito to dispose of the body in the countryside. When they hear banging from the back, Hill pulls over and they open the boot to see Bats still alive. Tommy finishes him, hit, fiz, finishes him off with a knife and Jimmy adds five bullets. Jesus Christ. Uh, that part is fictionalized, but very little of Goodfellas is unlike Wise Guy, the 1986 book co-written by Hill and author Nicholas Pelagi. Hill was arrested again in 1972 and this time was sent to jail, getting a 10-year sentence for beating up an indebted gambler in Florida. <coughs> uh, Bar Vario served a concurrent sentence alongside Hill with the prison kitchen used for all types of uh, Italian cooking traditions. Uh, when Hill was released in 1978, he began trafficking and dealing drugs, quickly becoming addicted himself. Vario had no interest in drugs, fearing the massive mandatory prison sentences dished out by the authorities. He began to shun Hill, who depended instead on the rogue Burke. The schism was il illustrated by the turn my back on you scene in Goodfellas. Uh, that brings us to the Lufthansa heist, with almost $6 million stolen from JFK in the form of cash and jewelry. Hill wasn't directly involved, but Burke masterminded the operation. Uh, sloppy mistakes were made, and the getaway van was found by police instead of being destroyed. Burke became paranoid and furious at the gang's errors and acting revenge against those who had tripped up and others, too. Uh... Three weeks later, DeSimone himself was killed by the rival Gambino family for the murders of Bats and Ronald Gerothi. Over the next three months, five more of the Lufthansa gang were killed, and in May and, and July 1979, another three, all at Burke's request. <coughs> it was this ruthlessness from Burke which convinced Hill he had to get out. If Hill was arrested and charged with an offense of any kind, he knew Burke would rather have him killed than risk him becoming a, uh, an informant. The witness protection program seemed like a safe way out of Hill's conundrum, allowing him to cooperate with the law enforcement while not being vulnerable to mob revenge. So after an, uh, an arrest for a drug traffic trafficking offense in 1980, Hill agreed to rat on Burke, Vario, and everyone else. Jesus. You dirty bastard, you. How do you go from, like... Oh, my whole life I dreamed about being a gangster. You get into all this gangster shit, and then the first chance you get, you fucking snitch on all your boys. I don't get it, man. 
Yeah, it's like fucking as soon, as soon as the the cards start falling, everyone just immediately reverts back to thinking about themselves. It's crazy. You know, no matter what, they talk about the omerta and fucking this code of honor and shit, but when it, it really fucking comes down to it, it's all bullshit, you know? Dude, yeah, I, bet, I bet there was a thing that's like, oh, we're going to be successful in this heist. Was... Now look at you now, bitch. Well, a lot of messy know. shit, man. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I could keep going for a little bit. Uh, oh, I got it, I got it. Take a break for some. Uh, investigators even played a tape of Burke telling Vario Henry had to be whacked to convince him to collaborate with their efforts. After a meeting with Burke, Hill was convinced he would be killed on his next job in Florida. He was arrested as a witness in the Lufthansa heist in May 1980 and agreed to become an informant. Hill's historic, shocking testimony in front of the mob associates he had idolized for years led to no fewer than 50 convictions worth hundreds of years in prison time. That included Vario and Burke, both of whom died in prison in 1988 and 1996, respectfully. Uh, Hill, Karen, and their children, Greg and Gina, entered witness protection and spent time in Seattle, Ohio, Nebraska, Montana, and Kentucky. In an interview shortly before his death in 2012, Hill said he no longer feared a mafia hit because all the mob bosses of his day were dead. Burke's death in 1996 was the event he needed to feel safe again. But that doesn't mean Hill didn't have regrets. Not about the crimes he committed or the killings he witnessed, though he ultimately said he never killed anyone, but rather about ratting on his friends. Hill told the Empire in 2010, I couldn't forgive myself. Because there was a time when I would have put a fucking gun in my mouth and blown my brains out, rather than testify against these fucking people. It was a process for me to forgive myself for being an informant, a rat, you know? Hill divorced Karen in 1989 with proceedings not finalized till 2002. He married Kelly Allure in 1990, but the pair divorced in 1996. He then settled down with Lisa Caserta in 2006, a former alcoholic herself. She and Ray Liotta tried to get Hill sober. They never succeeded. Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say, too. So... Henry Hill's wife, Karen, she slept with Pauly when he was in jail. What the fuck? Fuck. And this Henry Hill guy, man, he, he flipped on everybody, and he was able to live a normal life out drinking and being a scumbag for the rest of his natural life, yeah. going going around telling his war stories on fucking podcasts and shit. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts, <coughs> man, ain't it? Yeah. But, uh... Hill was arrested for numerous minor drug offenses during the 1980s and 1990s, though his addictions became less, much less serious in later life. Hill died after a heart attack on June 12, 2012, one day after his 69th birthday. I lived a full life, though, you know. Yeah. In a statement after his death, Leota told TMZ, Hill lived an eventful life. Leota said, although I played Henry Hill in the movie Goodfellas, I only met him a sh- few short times, so I can't say I knew him, but I do know he lived a complicated life. My heart goes out to his family, and may he finally rest in peace. Nice. And that shuts the door on the last member of Jimmy Burke's Uthanza heist crew. Yeah, when I was first like looking into this kind of shit, dude, like, when I was watching the show, and they're like, oh, yeah. They got to the part where they're like, oh, yeah, Henry Hill flipped and became an informant. I'm like, bro, what? Yeah. Like, fucking you fucking roller coaster, s- you right? rolled over on your boys, dude? He got away with it. That's, like, number one, dude. That's number one in... Oh, man. That's so disappointing. Yo, just like you said, too, if, like, they wouldn't have started getting paranoid and killing each other off, they probably would have got away with it. They probably would have all walked away three, probably. They all got fucking paranoid and started flipping, dude. No, at first it started off with the dude with the van. Got fucking high. Yeah, cold see, yeah it was fucking... It's all one... Stax Edwards' fault. Yeah, well, it's a, one fuck-up and then the, the house of cards just crumbles. Uh, then the other fucking crazy thing is, um, if you, if you, like, if you rob... I'm not saying robbing is 
a good thing and a bad thing, but we don't, we don't, uh, what's that word for? We don't encourage you guys to do it. Right, yeah. No, but if you're, gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do some dumb shit like that, at least wait a few months, or half a year or something, because they will never know. But no, these motherfuckers want to kill each other off. They want to show off and like, fucking be greedy to get you every time. Man. Yo, dude, I, I guarantee if I run that Powerball, that billion dollar Powerball, I'm not telling people I won, but I'm going to show off. They would know instantly. They would know within three hours. <laughs> Literally, dude. <laughs> yeah. All they have to do is spend fucking an hour with you and you'd snitch on yourself. <laughs> it would happen. Oh, man, motherfuckers, uh, these motherfuckers right. out here. What do you mean these motherfuckers out here? Man, these motherfuckers out here trying to get me down, man. Travel bug. They can't get me. I'm fucking rich. I robbed that motherfucker. Oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, shit. Is it who was with you? Oh, I was fucking chopping. Uh, it was uh, cheetah and chew. Nope. I'm going to have a fucking alibi. Stone cold alibi. I got an alibi. You ain't getting me. Shit, I ain't going down with nobody. I'll come visit you. Not really. Yo. I'll, I'll put some money on your, on your cards. On your books. Yeah. Yo. I'll be, I'll be out in seven years. They put you in the woman's prison. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd be honored with that. I'll, I'll, I'll tuck in. So would I. I'd, shit, that'd be good. Yo, yo. Uh, <laughs> 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 yo, she just oh, gave me that shit. fucking tip. Like, yo, the like, way her head just popped up. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm really? in the doghouse now, boys. <laughs> you done did it. No, I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know if I could be in a woman's prison. They might rape your ass. Like literally, like literally, ridiculously, <laughs> big opposite to be like the episode of uh, fan, Jesus, uh Futurama, where you're going to admit where uh, Fry, Zap, uh, the fucking Green Alien, Kith, and Bender, they all fucking were bands, and <laughs> they get treated like fucking, you're going to die, smush smush, and it's like, yes. <laughs> but, but Bender found out it was a Finbot too, and he just hooked up with her. Oh, yeah, come back later. Yeah, at one point I was about to say, "Can like, you ever?" Your mind like, is just a free flowing. It's like, a, dude, can you ever like do any talk about anything in your life without comparing it to an episode of Family Guy or fucking <laughs> Futurama? That's my ever? first. That's my first Futurama reference. So yeah, man, they said it was like twenty million dollars worth of fucking shit that they stole, and like. 2012 money or something. I thought it was... Never mind. I, I thought it was 22, mil, 22 million... 22.5 million. That's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, I don't... If I'm going down like that, I'm not going to say shit. Like, dude, we got this heist. That's the biggest problem, dude, is they all... You know what I mean? They... Like you said, it was it started with the Stax Edward thing, him not getting rid of the van, and then the cards just fell. Tighten up. There's Jimmy Burke got fucking paranoid, man. started killing off all his mem- his crew, man, so they, none of them would snitch. Not very gentlemanlike, I would say. Yeah, and then like the crazy part is the the one you wait to kill last is the one that actually snitched on you. <laughs> the most obvious one. Yeah, like why wouldn't talk? you kill him first? Fucking. I'll make him go. I'll make him go night night with the fishes. Yeah, it was crazy. I know the one guy, I'm trying to think of what, which guy it was, but I know the one guy, him and his girlfriend were both killed in, like, their car. They were shot in their car. Dude, the 70s, the 80s in New York City is just the fucking wild Brutal, west, bro. Dude. Brutal. Really? I'd, I know. Honestly, I'd kind of like to go back there. Just to see what it was like, huh? Yeah. yeah, me too. I always thought that, too. If you had a chance to go back there and, like, join a, be like, like, become a made man for the mob, would you do it? listens to this. It's <laughs> <laughs> alright. I've said worse on here. He, I don't know, but it would be crazy, right? Just to like be part of like the Gambinos. It would be like fucking John wild. Gotti, boss, It'd be great, dude, until like the first time they're like, alright, now it's time to prove yourself. Kill yeah. this guy. And I'd be like, ah, is that really part of the deal? Or is there any way I could get out of that part? Or I wonder if you could just get around it. If you just like if every time they passed you, like, a murder, you just, like, pass it to one of your underlings. Yeah, they're like, as long hey, as we need you to whack done, this guy. Right? They're like, we need you to whack this guy. You pull out the fucking Uno reverse card and say, <laughs> you need to whack <laughs> this guy. Exactly, dude. Hell yeah, why not, dude? That'd be sick. You gotta use your mind, bro. 
I give him props, though, man. These, you know, like the guys who like the heads of these crime families. I couldn't fucking do it, man. Seems stressful. Oh yeah. Right. Imagine like. I just gotta go like send people to beat people up and shit. Yeah, like, but imagine like also like having to rely on all these separate people, not to fucking not ratting keep you their out. Mouth, yeah, yeah. To keep their mouth shut while they're going through all their like. Like at any time, one of these guys could just pick up an addiction or something. So You're now fucked. you gotta watch everyone in the fucking group and make sure whenever yeah. things are getting a little shady for your buddy, you're like side eyeing them. That'd be crazy, dude. Do you think if like the three, like say like you know like the most about this kind of stuff? So say like you were like you know you were like the head of like a crime family, right? And me and fucking Chop were like your you guys two were main my captains. Guys. He, okay. What if like one of us fucked up? Would you be able to whack us, or would you make someone do it for you? Well, we'd have to have a sit down now, wouldn't we? Hmm? I guess so. We'd have to weigh out the options. I want to like recreate a mafia sit down. I think that'd be so badass. Just like get a bunch of people, dude, to show up in like suits and shit, and make sure make and it just, seem like we're yeah. mafia. It's kind of like larping. But yeah, but for we'll, mafia. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, I, yeah, I dig that. That'd be badass. I want to be two gun that's Tommy. A, that's a fucking larp I can get behind, dog. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck what was, was that, that dude? dude? The, the fucking walls are squeaking. Holy oh, fuck, bro. <sighs> Pipes are bursting in this motherfucker, bro. <laughs> uh, yeah. Everyone loves their own stink. You know? If if I if we were a mob family, I'd fucking kill one of you guys. Get whacked for that alone. For farting. <laughs> for, for a ripping ass in the fucking cave. We're in the yeah, middle. Dude, we're in the middle of setting up a heist. Chop just rips ass. <laughs> yo, Motherfucker! He gets the immediate yo, button. Yo, um, if I, if I had to do it, you I, show his asshole shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, what? No, no, if I if I had if I had like that's why they kept that ice man guy around for. He fucking just do anything. <laughs> if I if I had to uh, like choose somebody to whack you or if I'm gonna whack you, I'm I'm gonna do it myself. I'm gonna give you the kiss of death. You gotta do the kiss of death. <laughs> Why do you want to kiss people? All no, the time, no, that's man. that's what the rule. He is. He wants to taste people. Is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> Calm down, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> no, no, the, uh, that's how it really is. If you're whacking somebody, you kiss them. Kiss of death. And I just fucking just. <laughs> what the fuck was that? <laughs> the hell were you just gesturing? A knife. No, it looked like something else over there to me. Yo, you had that. You what? had it in a weird place for it to be a knife. No, I'll go. I'll fucking go up. <laughs> Why are you doing it under the table? Though? <laughs> I'm fucking shaking. I'm fucking shaking your head over yo, here. Yo, looks dude. like you're doing something hey, else. Hey, yo, that was fucked up. That was fucking weird, man. <laughs> I don't ever want to be part of your crime family. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know what type of shit you guys are doing over there, but. He ain't even whacking his guys. He's whacking <laughs> them off. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, real quick, speaking of that Iceman, though, dude, that fucking, like, dude. That dude was fucking wild. Yo, that dude was fucking wild, bro. Hell yeah. Hell Super yeah. wild. We might have to talk about him one day. He's yeah, wild as fuck. Or there's this other dude fucking, they call him Tommy Karate. He, like, went to Japan Fuck to yeah. become a fucking samurai, bro. <laughs> Yo, they said the FBI was, like, following him one night. He was walking by himself in an alleyway. He just stopped, jumped on the fire escape, and started doing chin-ups in the middle <laughs> of the night. <laughs> He's a fucking psychopath, dude. Yes, dude. I need more yeah, of those people. He had a real squeaky voice. Sound like Michael Jackson, dude? Fuck yes, dude. Those are always the best. The guys that like become like those kind of guys because they're making up for something. Yeah, they said he was like terrifying. <laughs> they called him like the vampire of Bensonhurst and shit. What the fuck? He's like terrifying, but he had this fucking real high Mickey Mouse voice. <laughs> he jumped up, started doing shit. Oh, fuck you, Imagine he comes to whack you. Yo, he his his uh, girlfriend was hanging out with this other friend who was on drugs, and he didn't want him hanging out with her, so he fucking cut the chick's head off, dude. What? He cut her head off and kept it like in what the freezer. The fuck? Fucking insane, dude. Yo, speaking of that, I was watching uh, I was watching this show the other day. That's a true crime show. It's called Real Life Nightmares. Some elderly couple was killed in their house. 
And like when the cops got to the house and found him, the guy's body was like in the house, but they had cut his head off. Fuck, dude. And his wife, they tied fucking cinder blocks for feet. Oh and god! Her, threw her in the lake, dude, behind their house. Fuck. Elderly woman, dude. Dude, people are. Te- oh, I seen that. They were in like a. Wild. They lived on like a lake. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah, yeah, it was fucking that. wild. Yeah. Like what? Did their son have something to do with that? I don't know. I can't. I never finished. Dude, that. I fell asleep. Drugs. Drugs. Back I know. I seen that. I seen that same episode. Yeah, it was fucking wild. I couldn't believe it. That shit's crazy, dude. People are fucked, dude. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man. Solid episode. That was you know, it was well, cool to get yeah. into. I thought it was pretty good. I thought we, uh, but I like getting in, uh, you know, when we dive into mafia stuff, you know, it's good. Yeah. There's so much good stuff that we can talk about with like mafia and shit. Good ass stories. We'll have to, we'll have to dive a little more into that. Yeah. The heist and stuff like that. We could talk about the town, what the movies that inspired that town. I was down there when I was in mass. I seen a lot of those, uh, places. Yeah. Oh, yeah, real quick, you know, I seen an article when we were reading through it. The Henry Hill dude, they said that next to that bar that Jimmy Burke owned. Yeah. They said if you look down the alley next yeah. to the building, it was all dirt. See the dirt he said bias. he went back there with the police when they dug up all the bodies and shit that he used to hide down there. Spider was one of them. Dance, Spider, dance. He fucking makes the poor waiter guy fucking yeah. dance around and shit. Which is funny, because isn't that dude, was that, that was, dude ended uh, up becoming like Chris a, yeah, from he ended up The Sopranos, like, yeah. I was going to say, he ended up becoming like a big name in like mob movies For and shit, sure. too. Crazy. Yeah, man, solid episode. Hell yeah, solid time. Still fucking crazy at Henry Hill snitch, dude. I can't believe it. It's even crazy how like Ray Liotta, of all people, played the guy who snitched. Because Ray Liotta don't seem like the kind of dude who would snitch in real life. No, he don't. Do you think those guys are like real life mob and they just? I always wondered that about a couple of them, because you know Hollywood ha- did have a lot of fucking big mobsters around them and shit. You know, of course gangsters would get into Hollywood. Maybe that's why Pesci went missing. Maybe he was trying to go undercover so the mob didn't come after. You never know, man. Yo, if Chop was in the mob, dude. His nickname would be. His name, his nickname will be Chop, Ballsack Bringer, Arrogant dude. That'd be his name. If, if you were the if Ballsack Bringer, if you were in the mafia, no, your name would be. They would they would change your first name to Wendell. They would call you Wendell the Whacker. Yeah, yeah. If you were in the mafia, whack your guys off. Yeah, if you're if you're in the mafia, you'd be a uh, taint butt liquor. I'd call you Redbeard. My name would be fucking Young Turk, dude. Mobster by day, superhero by night. I'd be the first one to get whacked. Young Turkey. <laughs> young Turkey. <laughs> They'd be like, why do they call you Young Turkey? Young oh, we turkey. caught him fucking a young... We caught him fucking a turkey once. <laughs> All right, I just made it weird for myself. <laughs> That's unfortunate. All right, we're done, right? We're good to go. Yeah, we're you just chilling, man. We got a good one next week, man. I got a good one. I'm not going to say it on here. I want to surprise it. I want to surprise it. it. Is it your week or my week? It's my week, motherfucker. Remember? Well, I you said guys the end of the month. trying to swap weeks, dude. I said the end of the month. It was my month, remember? You sneaky bastard, dude. Isn't it? What episode see, is this? You see what he does? Remember, I was supposed to be episode 89. He's always trying to slip one in, this guy, man. You just had your shit last week, <laughs> dummy. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, dude. You fucking. Mentor on here, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, next, next guru. Week, next week we gotta go to the thirtieth because of my schedule. Fucking idiot. Thirtieth. What is that day? Thursday. Thursday. I got a good one, dude. I'm hyped. I changed my mind a couple times, but I think I'm gonna stick with this. I one. know I fucking changed my mind a couple times. I think I'm gonna stick with this one. I got. Do you want me to tell you? Yeah. I want to talk about. Action Park, <laughs> world's most <laughs> deadliest fucking water park ever. Oh shit, that'll be fun. It was a Why park in New Jersey die? that had like a bunch of class action. Oh yeah. remember class action yeah. park? Yeah, yes, dude. Yes. I want to talk about that oh, okay. with John Knoxville. No, that's a fucking <laughs> Action Point. It's a movie. <laughs> it was loosely based off of the real Action Park, <laughs> oh, shit. where they did have a bunch of class action lawsuits and so many kids died. 
Oh, there's a movie based on it? Well, there's a movie loosely based on There's a documentary on HBO Max based off of the actual action part. Oh. There's a bunch of celebrities and shit that like, said it was like a rite of passage to go there as a child. Because <laughs> you never knew if you'd go there if you were going to die or not. Survive. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty sick. Yeah, I'm pretty hyped. I was going to do something else, but I, then I thought about that, and I'm like, fuck, you know, I'm going to do that. I don't think I... I never really see any pods about that, so it'd be cool to get into that. Yeah, totally. Use parts are sick. Totally, dude. Fucking sick, dude. Oh, yeah, speaking of that, real quick, also. Fucking dude, somebody better warn mom, man. Someone better warn ma. Her life's about to get a whole lot crazy again. Oh, God. They're making a fucking sequel to one of my favorite movies ever. Fucking Good Burger. Good Burger 2. Remember when I fucking yeah, remember back so, at Blockbuster when I ranked that movie every single week? Bro, you used to be so fucking obsessed with that fucking that movie, dude. dude. Mondo Burger, man, home of the Mickey Burger. Mondo Burger, home of the Big Burger. <laughs> fucking Sinbad is the teacher, uh, the big old fro. All right, I gotta use the bathroom. I'm out of here, man. All right, let's get out of here. All right, I'm starving. All right, thanks for long riding along. Yeah. Try- yeah. Yeah.